Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Easygoing Podcast with your hosts, Juan Marcel and Rylan. <laughs> and we hope you guys have had an amazing week. We definitely have had a great week. Yes. You want to get into the weekly update? Yes, please. If you're asking me. <laughs> <laughs> so if you follow me on Instagram or Rylan as well, she posted all about it. Or you watched our most recent YouTube vlog, you will have seen that I walked in the Dolce & Gabbana men's fashion show here in Milan. Which was so amazing. I literally could not be more proud of him. He did so good and it was so sweet <laughs> to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best thing in the world, honestly, better than the show, better than anything else, was when I got back home and I got to watch the clip <laughs> of you watching it. If you watched the vlog, we included it in there. We almost didn't because it was very personal for mm -hmm. Rylan. She started crying. And I don't know, you need to get you a person in your life like Rylan, basically, <laughs> is what I'm saying. The most supportive, most kind-hearted, incredible soul in this world. I mean, she celebrated my achievement as if it was my own. And watching that made me tear up over and over again when we were watching it. So... I know I've already said it in person. I know this is in person too, but I've already said it a million times, but I love you so much. And thank you for you that. Too. That was amazing. I love you too. But yeah, about the Dolce & Gabbana show, the podcast before this one, I talked about the fact that I got a callback and a casting for Dolce & Gabbana. But then in the vlog, if you watched, I mostly focused on the Armani one. And that was just because I just chose one or the other for us yeah. to film. And... I didn't even film the Dolce & Gabbana one after I experienced the Armani callback because if you watch that vlog, you see the Armani callback literally had like yeah. 500 I mean, it was guys, crazy. other it was models crazy. who had been called back, which which pretty much meant there was nothing special about being called back for the Armani <laughs> casting. So I was like, okay, let me not think of this as a big deal anymore. I'm just going to go to this Dolce & Gabbana one and see what happens, whatever. And... Much to our surprise, I ended up booking it. And basically, there was a, f a few feelings after I booked it. There was like, obviously, I was excited. Mm -hmm. I was proud. I was happy. But I also experienced like severe anxiety mm -hmm. <laughs> leading up to it. You can speak oh, to that. Oh, yeah. He was so anxious. Basically, we would be hanging out and we'd be laughing. And then I'd be like, oh, my God, I just remembered I have to walk in the Dolce Trigger <laughs> on a show in a couple days. And she was like, oh, my gosh, just be happy about it. <laughs> I don't know. I wish I could explain the feeling behind that. It's just, I've been a model for five years now. Yeah. And one of my goals for a long time was to walk in a major show like that. And I had gotten to a point really, especially after the pandemic, where I was just like, that's just never going to be me. Like, I'm never really going to be that guy. I'm never going to get to do that. And that's okay. Like, I had accepted it. And then to come back from the pandemic and book that, there was just so many emotions behind it. I was just like, this is the moment you've been waiting for yeah. for so long. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to mess it up? <laughs> are you going to be good enough? Are they going to see, take one look at you when you get to finally do it and decide well, we should have never let him yeah, in? Yeah, like imposter syndrome. Yes. I was having severe imposter syndrome for sure. So there's just all this pressure and it's so funny because it's like, you go to the casting, yeah. you go to the callback, you go to the fitting. All for 10 seconds. Yeah, all of this buildup and then it's just 10 seconds of literally walking. I'm sure you <laughs> listening are like, come on, dude, you're just walking. You've been doing yeah. that since you were however old it was when I started <laughs> first walking. But yeah, it's, it's nerve wracking. And 
I mean, I definitely felt nervous for him too. Yeah. Like if you watched our vlog, I was like, I was like shaking. I was so nervous. Yeah. I don't know why. I just shared that nervousness with you and it was coming closer. Because you care and you're yeah. an empathetic human being. I and just, I love you. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> I just didn't want anything bad to go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted it to go as smoothly and as amazing as possible. It's funny. She had the same thought as me. She's like, what if he falls? Yeah. I didn't want to tell him, but I kept having this like fear that he would fall. That was, that was my biggest fear. Is like, just like for some reason, imagining that I would walk out there and be like, just forget how to yeah. walk and just trip and fall and just make a complete <laughs> fool of myself. I mean, my main concern really was I want to make myself proud I want to make my mom, my dad, you know, my family proud of me after this. I want to make Ryland proud. Mm -hmm. Even if I never walk another show again, I know that this will be out on the internet forever. And like, it's just a moment I could share with my family in the future, or just look back on fondly. Yeah. And I want to be proud of that moment. So in the end, the walk was well received. My agencies were all proud of me. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you saw Ryland was proud of me. <laughs> My family was so happy for me and proud of me. And I got a bunch of phone calls and things that really meant the world to me. And most of all, I was proud yeah. of myself. And that was that, that was definitely something I wanted. Yeah, and I think that's the most important. Yeah. And then Cherry on top, Dolce & Gabbana liked me a mm -hmm. lot. And so they actually booked me on another show. You're getting the insider knowledge <laughs> of this because I'm not going to talk about this until it's way closer to the show. But on July 10th, I will be walking for another Dolce & Gabbana show in Sicily. And we'll most likely do a vlog. Yes. Ryan will come with me and we'll go do a Sicily vlog or something. So super excited, super grateful. I hope I didn't talk about this too much right in the beginning. <laughs> but that is definitely a big life event yes. that I wanted to talk about in the weekly update. And now let's get into this week's topic so today's topic was sent in to us by clara or clara clara <laughs> it could be clara sure. i think it's clara but you can say how you feel is best for you <laughs> that's, that's her way of saying i'm wrong but anyways yeah. <laughs> if you are listening clara or clara let us know who's pronouncing it right all right i want to see who's right on this one i but... better be right i'm just kidding <laughs> anyways this is what they said hey guys i am from croatia and I am obsessed with your videos and, of course, your new podcasts. Can you make a podcast about love and relationships? Because starting with me, I think a lot of girls and even boys dream about having a relationship like yours. I love you guys so much. You helped me so much. Wow. This is such a good question. Yeah, and also a very sweet message. Thank you yes, so much. thank and you. Shout out to you being from Croatia. <laughs> we love it there. We're absolutely <laughs> in love with Croatia. It's really cool that we're reaching you in Croatia. Yes. So we wanted to talk about love and relationships a lot on this podcast. So we have yeah. a few different ideas in mind. Yeah, it's a very, that's a very, a topic you can talk about a lot of different aspects. It, exactly. Of. I think that we have a lot of ideas for love in general, but for this week's topic, we yeah. wanted to get into specifically our yeah yeah our tips on a healthy relationship and the specific things you know we do to keep our relationship so healthy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so tips on how to have a healthy relationship by the way this is not to say that we know it all or like we're like the expert authority on yeah. healthy relationships we're not therapists at all or couples therapists <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we don't want to come across as like preaching 
but we're just saying, you know, these are the tips we can offer on how to have a healthy relationship based off of our own yes, experience. Exactly. Which we've been asked this a lot on TikTok, on Instagram, on our vlogs, on YouTube. So I'm excited to get to talk about this finally. And we have, what did we write down? We, we wrote down 10 tips. Yeah. Nine and a bonus tip. Yeah, nine <laughs> tips and one bonus tip at the end. So stick around if you'd like to hear that. <laughs> so number one is a huge one, yeah. and it's communication. Yes. Communication is key, as you all should know by yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a very obvious one to say at this point, but yes, it's really something you have to nail down early on in a relationship because communication is not like one size fits all. Yeah. You know, so it will come differently to other people. Also, you know, you guys may mesh in a different way than others. So you need to really figure out each other's strengths and weaknesses mm -hmm. in communication. For example, Rylan is amazing at communicating how much she loves me. Yes. And like really making me feel secure mm -hmm. and reassured constantly in that. And I'm, I'm someone who kind of wants to show that more through actions or yeah. just like how I am Definitely. in the relationship. I had to understand early on that she will ask me a lot. Hey, do you still love me? <laughs> or can you tell me how much you love me yes. or things like that? And instead of getting offended and being like, well, I show you, I used to get kind of offended. Like I show you all the time. Why yeah. do you question this? Like I do everything for you yeah. and I don't understand why you're questioning this. But then I had to understand she's not questioning my love for her. She just, she doesn't feel it as much through actions as much as she just needs to hear it. Yes, Sometimes. exactly. It's kind of like words of affirmations. I think you're the same, but in a different way for words of affirmations. Yeah. But I need little compliments <laughs> and little like reassurances. <laughs> yeah. And Rylan and I had other difficulties because I come from a background where when we have issues, like any anyone in my family, yeah. when we would have issues, or my family really made a point for me to sit down and talk through my issues mm -hmm. and like reach an understanding and a resolution for the issue and then you can move forward yes and i'm so different how yeah. i communicate with him if i have a problem or something she i like sometimes go quiet or i get really i retract into myself and i get kind of cold or she wants to just kind of brush it off because she'd rather not fight yes yes and she because she doesn't like fighting but i had to really get through to her like fighting is is healthy yes as long as the fighting isn't an unhealthy fighting, if you are fighting, I guess fighting is a bad term. I guess just arguing. Arguing, yeah. If you're arguing with the goal being to solve it mm -hmm. and just going back and forth and explaining your side and hearing the other person's yeah. side and both working to get to a solution instead of working to be right. Yes. It's very healthy to have that. It, it's something that needs to happen because if you just brush everything under the rug or however that saying goes <laughs> then the same issues are going to keep happening yeah, over and over and it again. builds up for sure yeah and when you talk through these things and you find a solution and you understand each other you can grow you can adapt mm -hmm. and you can become stronger moving forward exactly and i i do think as an anxious person especially like if you're more anxious in relationships which i definitely am having the conversation about something that you feel like you know you're upset about or yeah or you upset them about is really hard because you don't know where that conversation is leading or something and it gives you yeah. a lot of anxiety because it's like 
even if it's the smallest thing, you're just so scared to have an argument. Yeah. I think a lot of times she was scared, which may sound irrational, but she's like, if I, if we have an argument, what if he leaves me? Yeah. Or what if... Or just like, because some people, when you have an argument, they leave the house or they leave the room to have time. And as an anxious person, anybody out there listening, if you're anxious in your relationships, that can be really hard and scary. And another aspect of communication, and I think one reason we have great communication and why we had to get great at it right off the bat was when we were doing long distance. Yes. We first started our relationship doing long distance, which is all about communication. So an aspect of communication I wanted to talk about was when you're not physically together, communication is still something you need to be thinking about, like sending little texts and checking in or yes phone calls or if something exciting happens throughout your day you call them and say guess what just happened Mm -hmm. and it's just like you're constantly in each other's lives yes and And i think this looks differently for everybody's relationship but for us it was so important to have these little check-ins and be like hey how are you like what's up and yeah because you want to be a part of that person's life still even if it's just they're at work or (laughs) yeah how we've been together two years now Two and a half years. Two and a half years. And we still text each other 24-7. Yes. If Throughout we're the day, we are constantly texting. Yes. I always get the message from my phone that my storage is almost full. And then when I go to click what's making it full, the number one thing <laughs> is I have like a 12 gigabyte yeah. conversation <laughs> with just you. And she won't let me delete yes, any part of it. Because there's all those pictures, videos, you can't. Yeah, but I need space in my phone. <laughs> So the second tip that we wanted to hit on this was setting boundaries. By this, what we mean is pretty much just like establishing what is and what is not okay with each of you Mm -hmm. in the relationship. And this would look so differently for one person than the next person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, some couples, you know, it's okay for them to have an open relationship. Yes. It's okay for them to follow, you know, people on instagram or not it's not okay and that's the reason why you really have to establish these early on yeah definitely because you know for one person they might be doing something that they feel is completely fine in Mm -hmm. a relationship and if you never made that clear you might get your feelings hurt later and also your partner might get upset when you bring it up in like a i can't believe you've i can't believe you've done this (laughs) have you seen that meme (laughs) That's an old meme. I feel old for bringing that up. (laughs) But basically saying like, you know, I can't believe you would do this to me. It's so hurtful. And the person's so surprised and, you you know, they'll get defensive. Yeah. When if you just talk in the beginning about what is acceptable to you in a relationship and what is not. Yeah, exactly. And get on the same page, then those conversations will be a lot easier when they come up. And also hopefully you won't even need to have them because you'll respect each other's boundaries. The third tip is respecting each other as much as you respect yourself and vice versa. For example, I believe you should never be calling each other demeaning names, you know, putting each other down in that way. This is a line that when you cross it, it can't be uncrossed. And I think too casually in relationships nowadays do people just throw hurtful words out and say hurtful things because they're just words or whatever. Yeah. But those words hit your partner and they internalize them and they know that at some point 
you thought of them in that way. Exactly. Yeah, and it's also just something that builds up and that partner now can feel I'm not respected or this my partner doesn't actually see me in the way that I see myself. So yes. that's very hurtful. Yes. And even if that's not the case, because sometimes people just say things when they're angry. But <laughs> I do think if you allow yourself to say whatever when you're angry, yeah. really bad things can come out and maybe you don't mean them, but regardless, once they're said, they're said. So yeah. I would say never call each other names. Also, another big one is to never raise your voice at each other. Yeah. I mean, make it a goal. Obviously, I've raised my voice one or two times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's going to happen. I, yeah. We understand. I don't think this is as strict of a thing as not calling each other names. Exactly. But you definitely need to make it a goal. You should be able to have conversations in a calm, respectful way. And if it ever reaches a point where you're raising your voice at, at each other, yeah, maybe you need to take a second. Yes. Like you both need to just say, okay, this is getting too mm-hmm. intense. Let's revisit this in a little bit when we're in a better place. Yeah. We've had to do that before. The thing about fighting is I think everybody can go through it differently. So if it's a lot at once, sometimes you get overwhelmed and you need a break or just to breathe for a second so yeah. that you don't start screaming at each other taking a second is so important because then you can process how you feel and come back to the conversation much more level-headed you always want to be like we said earlier arguing with the purpose of finding the solution yeah so i think when it gets to the point where you're screaming and stuff it's really not about finding a solution it's really just you're just like voicing extreme anger yeah exactly and that's never going to be it's never going to lead to anything good or productive no just make it a goal let's not raise our voices at each other and also just keep in mind if that is happening we need to take a second and revisit it the fourth tip we have about healthy relationships is it's very important that you each maintain and support each other's interests and friendships and individual goals yes so you know encourage your partner to keep friendships Mm -hmm. and maintain those friendships and that doesn't mean you have to go hang out with your partner and their friends. Yes. Always. It, it, you should encourage them to have individual time with yeah, their friends. exactly. And to keep up with their hobbies that mm-hmm. they were doing before you came into their life. And same with you. You need to maintain your hobbies and maintain your individuality. Yeah. Re- you remember, you fell in love with each other as you were. Yes. So you don't need to change and kind of morph into this exactly one blob yeah each other exactly and that's like i think that's like described as codependency you don't want to like become codependent on each other where you literally have everything is the same yeah you have the same friends you have the same goals you have the same hobbies you have everything is like together it's important to have your individual lives still because you have confidence and respect for yourself in a different way yeah and obviously there is the toxic version of this where a person is intentionally cutting you off from your yeah. friends to isolate you and that's an abusive relationship. But I think a lot of times we subconsciously and not in a toxic way or with bad intentions as relationships, we will either be doing this to ourselves, like just slowly fading out of our friends' lives yeah. and focusing everything on our partner yeah. or as a partner, just really not making it a point to 
say, hey, you should go hang out with your yeah. friend or, or when you see that one of their friends is in town and mm-hmm. saying, let's go hang out. You know, if you're like, oh, but I wanted to do this tonight. Yeah. That, you know, that's the kind of thing you're not really mindful of. It can build up and it's important that you support your partner in maintaining those friendships and maintaining who they were before they yes. met you. And there should always be room in your relationship to grow individually. Yeah. So that you're both growing and like evolving as a person, especially this is so important in young relationships yeah, or yeah, yeah. young people. Like it's just so important to still continuously grow and change and learn and in your own way. Yeah, in your own way. As long as you're always communicating with each other mm-hmm. and you're on the same page, you need to support that growth in each yes. other. You don't want to stunt your partner's growth. No, because then that's going to cause, you know, resentment and issues. So, yeah. yeah. Tip number five is to be constantly putting in the same effort as you were in the beginning of the relationship. Yes. In long-term relationships, a lot of times we get comfortable Yeah. and we lose sight of the romance and the things that we used to do in the beginning without even mm-hmm. fully realizing it. And you need to always make your partner feel like you're just as excited about them yeah. as you were when you first exactly. met them. Exactly. That's what made you really, I mean, that's a part of what made you fall in love with that person is what, how much interest they took in you. Yeah. How, the, the little things. Yeah. Don't get too comfortable and stop doing the things that made your partner feel special. Yeah. Luckily, I lucked out with one, and I mean, every day I feel like I'm getting more <laughs> of that love that I got at the beginning of the relationship, Aww. which is so amazing. Same here, baby. <laughs> but yeah, like buying flowers sending random and thoughtful texts yeah. throughout the day, phone calls, FaceTimes, yeah. making dinner, mm-hmm. just making them feel beautiful. Don't forget that we all still want to feel that way. You know, that doesn't go away yeah. just because you've been together for four or five years. They still want to feel beautiful exactly. by you. Exactly. And also, sometimes people can lose touch of this if one partner keeps doing it and doing it and doing it and then you're not doing it and sometimes yeah. maybe you don't realize that you're not but yeah. it happens and that can also build up for the other person they can say well wait, i'm going to stop trying yeah and then all of a sudden you're just in this kind of lifeless relationship where yeah. you're not really making effort with each other and you're just going through the motions exactly just basically never stop trying mm-hmm. and always put that effort in and keep that little burning light of like <laughs> love intimacy yes. in your relationship Okay, so number six is constantly checking in to ensure that you are on the same page about where you are headed in life. This is huge. Mm -hmm. Once again, especially for the younger couples. Yes. But at all ages. Yeah, because this is constantly changing and evolving. For example, with Rylan and I, we have a very volatile life. Yes. We had a very volatile lifestyle before we met each other. And together we have had a very volatile lifestyle. And so it's extra important that we are always talking to each other throughout all this. Yeah. Hey, how do you feel about the YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. the direction we're heading? You understand that the more we grow into this, this is the type of work we'll be getting into. And exactly. Do you want that? Do you, are you okay with still like traveling around like we do? Do you want to settle down and find an apartment right now? Do you want a dog? Do you want a dog? (laughs) Do you want to start talking about getting married? Yeah. These types of things. Exactly. And, you know, uh, just checking in, where do you envision yourselves in five years? Yeah. 10 years, 20 years. These are the types of things that you need to be talking about with your partner. Exactly. 
the last thing you want is to look back and realize we both want very different things yes. and i'm just realizing this now and i don't know how to fix this because mm-hmm. it's gone on too far in each direction yeah or like some people move in with their partner and then realize you know we have very different <laughs> views on life or things yeah. like that so it's very important to constantly be having this check-in Number seven is to never go to sleep angry or leave the house angry. You know, you just always need to resolve your issues before leaving (laughs) your person. When you don't resolve issues, like we said earlier, the same things can just keep happening over and over again. And you guys, as a couple, as a relationship, you need to really make it a priority of like, hey, we clearly just experienced an issue let's talk this out and figure out why this happened and what's each of our feelings on it yeah let's get to the bottom of it and make sure we know how to do this when we're if we ever face it again yeah that's huge for having a healthy relationship and that's something that's been humongous for rylan and i definitely i feel like rylan and i at this point have an unspoken she just knows things that that are off limits with Mm -hmm. me and I know hers, and I know if I cross a line, I already know because we've talked about it. Now yeah. I can just apologize and say, "Hey, I'm sorry. I know that that's not right. Yeah. I know that that affects you." Or same with her. Or if this person does it again without realizing it, you can just say, "Hey, remember we talked about this." Yeah. And they can say, "Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry." Instead of having to just like hold these feelings yeah. in and have it bubble up and exactly come out in different ways. To be honest, I feel like if you go to sleep angry, for example. You wake up and sometimes maybe it was such a small fight that you don't even remember what it was about. Yeah. Which I think those little tiny things are the most important to Mm. find a resolution or like just like come to the conclusion of because the little things are what add up in a relationship. The little things that bother you and the little things that make you upset are the things that add up and end up ruining a relationship. Yeah. So number eight make an effort with each other's family and friends this is huge you know hopefully your goals as a couple are to get married or spend the rest of your lives together Mm -hmm. and that means that this person's family is going to become your family i do believe you should be looking at it that way some people they don't really see it that way they will always see it as oh that's their family their drama their whatever yeah but i think in a healthy relationship You're thinking long-term like that, and you're thinking, I want their family to be my family. Yeah. I want, you know, my partner's friends to like me. Not that they need to be your friends, but they need to feel that you've made an effort. Exactly. And they like you, they support the relationship. It's so important that friends and family support the relationship because your friends and family are going to obviously talk about your relationship (laughs) to you. So for me it's so important that my family and my friends love my partner because those little comments that they say they mean something yeah coming from your family so the biggest one is family yeah i mean friends you need to know the difference between when your partner's putting effort in and when your friends are just like i miss my friend and this person came along and stole my friend with family i think for the most part family will usually have your best interests at heart if your family is making bad comments about your partner or they're really not supportive, you need to really look at that and yeah. understand why. Why, exactly. And for you as the person that is trying to win the family over, hopefully, you need to understand the importance of that. Just like I said, their opinions of you and their view of your relationship is so important. Yeah. And so you need to go into being like, 
this is a very important relationship that I need to foster and put effort into. Exactly. I feel like for me, at first, I was like, it's so important to me, first impressions and meeting one's family was so stressful for me and scary that I almost was like, just so quiet because I'm just like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to be something that they don't like. Yeah, she was shy. Yeah. And that's how I am with, with a lot of things and people. I'm just super shy and reserved because I'm scared. (laughs) I'm like, I want their approval basically. Yeah. And I had to talk to her a lot about it because I was just like, I want my family to know you. Yeah. I want my family to know the real you. Yeah. I don't want this. I don't want them to just know this version of you. Yeah, At exactly. At some point, I want you to open up and share yourself with my family because they're opening their hearts yeah. up to you. They're opening their home up to you. And the more they do that and you don't yeah. step into that, the more betrayed that kind of yeah, makes exactly. them feel. And I think that when one, when we had this conversation, he was like, you know, I love everything about you and I know that my family's going to love everything about you. So why are you afraid to be be yourself, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what really opened me up because I was like, oh yeah, I mean, like, why am I so scared to just like <laughs> be myself? <laughs> yeah. I made such an effort with your family. Yeah. And I, I remember in the beginning, I always used to, when I would go to pick you up for yeah. our dates, I'd get out of the car yeah knock on the door which i had never experienced in my life before (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i'd even bring flowers for your mom yeah and i would go make it a point when i was picking ryan up sometimes nowadays i feel like an old person i'm like these kids nowadays (laughs) i know (laughs) they pull up they just like honk the horn or something or just text hey i'm here i'm here yeah you have to understand that their family yeah is in there and that's an opportunity for you to show your respect. Like, yeah. I got out of the car, I came, I knocked on the door, and I looked mm-hmm. you in the eyes, and I said, hey, how are you? Shook your hand, gave yeah. you a hug. That means a lot, especially to the older generation. Yeah. And I take such pride in the fact that I have a, a good relationship with your family. I always want to maintain that, and I'll do everything to make that a priority. So I think that that's a huge tip I wanted to talk about, which is just really make an effort obviously sometimes no matter what you do it just won't happen it's not cooking (laughs) but if your partner sees that you're making the effort that's what matters tip number nine is very important i think that early on in the relationship it's important to make sure that you share similar morals and similar beliefs on things basically as long as those morals or beliefs would be deal breakers for Mm -hmm. you otherwise yeah for some people, that could mean religion, that could mean political yeah. beliefs, and you know, for others, it might be other things. For us, personally, it really meant talking about things like how important travel mm-hmm. was to both of us and understanding, do we both share similar views about not wanting to have the typical yeah. house with the white picket fence <laughs> and start settling down and all of that like immediately. Yeah, We both wanted to live... Not traditional. Yes. We're, we didn't want to live the traditional life as a couple. We wanted to both go out and see the world yeah. and do all these things that you see us doing. And we knew that early on that we both wanted to do that. Also, for example, we both share very similar morals, such as our respect for others. Mm-hmm. I've always paid attention to how my partner interacts with other people. Yes. Are they respectful? Are they empathetic? If you're going to marry this person or be with them the rest of your life this person now becomes an extension of you yeah 
So if this person is super rude to waiting staff. Yeah, or like under tipping or <laughs> things like, that just like drive you crazy. Or just being a nightmare to yeah. customer service people or just talking down to certain people or, you know, on extreme cases, if they're kind of racist towards, yeah. it, you, you know, these are things you need to really know yeah. because they're an extension of you at some point and you overlooking these things doesn't clear you of being associated with it exactly so you need to always make sure you're on the same page mm-hmm. we both are very we make it a priority to be kind yes. to people i think that this is something that you can find out pretty early on yeah. <laughs> in the relationship on the first few dates you just gotta look out for these things and especially like if you're going out to eat <laughs> yeah see how just, they interact yeah. with the waiting yeah staff. <laughs> see how yeah just little things pick yeah. up on those little things and really dial into that exactly or just being open-minded that's another big thing that would have been a deal breaker for either one of us being super open-minded about trying new foods Mm -hmm. new experiences are they just very close-minded and one track minded and just oh these are the things i like and that's all and i don't like any of these (laughs) things i'm resistant to change yeah that might work for you but for us we're both very much the opposite yeah so things like this would have been deal breakers for us and it was good that we established that we were on the same page with all these things right from the beginning and that leads us to the final tip which is a bonus tip (laughs) and that is travel together yes that's such a big one i think traveling together shows you so much about your partner yeah it's almost like a trial run of living together yes definitely and it shows How does this person deal with high stress situations Mm -hmm. when things don't go right? How do they deal with things that are new or that they can't control? Yes. How do they interact with different cultures, different people? It also shows that open or closed mindedness, which is really, really important to see. It shows the ability to grow, to adapt. It just shows so much. It can potentially also bring you so much closer together, Mm -hmm. you know, and... And or the opposite. <laughs> yeah, I can also show you, oh, this person does not yeah. match well with me. If I would have traveled with Rylan and seen that she was just a very different traveler yeah. than me. If I was super stressed out and just like, what? Yeah, <laughs> or just rude or yeah. super close-minded about yeah. a lot of things. Or just like, I only stay in resorts. <laughs> You're not going to take me here. <sighs> I've been like, oh man, this is not going to work. I, yeah. I'm very like loosey goosey with it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, the only problem that we have traveling together is that I fall asleep on flights the whole entire flight and he stays up and watches movies and he just. Why would you bring this up? (laughs) He hates that I can fall asleep so easily. She can fall asleep on a plane as if basically you would think somebody was (laughs) having a a, a warm blanket on her and giving her warm milk and singing her a lullaby. She will fall asleep for a 10-hour flight Yeah. right when we're taking off. And then right when we're landing, she'll wake up and she'll be like, oh, man, we're already here. <laughs> I think he's just jealous of me. So. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we are already here. <laughs> I have had to get up and do yoga poses all throughout this aisle. I've watched three movies. I rethought my whole life. And here you are saying, like, nothing happened. Yep. Very You're just rude. jealous. But it's okay. I got past that one. So (laughs) that's a huge bonus tip. Travel together. Yes. But anyways, if there's anything that we missed, 
please let us know and we'll bring this up (laughs) in the next week yeah if any of you bring up something that's super helpful or insightful we definitely want to bring it up in the next episode just Mm -hmm. to say hey we missed this one but this is also another huge tip for having healthy relationships so if you want to submit any of those or questions of your own or suggest topics for the episodes you can always use the podcast email Mm -hmm. which is easygoingpod at gmail.com or using the spotify prompt that we leave at the bottom of each episode you can submit questions on there as well yeah you scroll down if you're on spotify and there will be a q a prompt yes you can submit things anonymously we read those all the time that's where we get most of the episode topics also we gained about 15 five-star reviews last week since our last episode and we are getting so close to 150 (laughs) you guys are literally incredible it's like crazy it means a lot and your feedback means everything we also got like an amazing written review written reviews by the way will hit our heart in such a different way yeah if you take the time to write a review (laughs) on apple podcasts they they let you write reviews on spotify i don't think you can but we got this one and it literally made us tear up we were together we read it so special yeah and here here's what it said i want to read it actually so the review is headlined with obsessed with these cuties first of all what a great start (laughs) and this is from blueberry pie 16 (laughs) that's her real legal name i love it (laughs) no but this person actually reached out to us because we posted it on our instagram story and we said please if this was you reach out to us we want to thank you specifically and they did reach out and their name is elizabeth so thank you elizabeth now let's read it it says Absolutely love this podcast. Juan, Marcel, and Ryland bring such good energy and a relaxed mood to each episode. Their vulnerabilities surrounding topics of travel and mental health are so inspiring and uplifting. You can tell that they have the biggest hearts and such a healthy perspective on life. As a longtime YouTube follower, I feel proud. I mean, that that brought the biggest smile to our faces. So thank you, Elizabeth. And If any of you listening want to give us some amazing feedback like that, it really does mean the world to us. Yes. Leave us those five-star reviews on Spotify. Mm -hmm. Give us a written review. If you feel so inclined, we would love to read those. Mm -hmm. And And we love you guys. We appreciate you so freaking much. Yes. And we're so excited about this podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. And we will talk to you next Next week. week. Love you. Bye. Bye.